What's up, everybody? Today will be the last week, the last episode of season one of the Music Never Stops segment. And to kick things off, I do not own the rights to this song or the songs I've played before or the songs I'll play in the future. I am simply trying to... Or I'm working on my storytelling and using these songs to help me, but also, uh, like this case in the first in the first season, you know, current jams. These are songs that I'm jamming very frequent frequently. I mean, I'm always working on that. Always working on that word frequently. Anyways, uh, so doing that, and today's song is one that actually I wanted to make like a little short film for it. But I never did it. Um, and really, maybe it's more procrastination than anything. But this song still hits very close to home for me um, as I've traveled a ton of miles over the over six years for about for no, I, yeah, for just about six years that I played music. And now with the work with the work I'm doing now, it's uh, calling for more travel abroad so um i think this is also a good song to conclude this season because it's it's it tie it ties in i'll, I'll talk more details and I'll, I'll go through more of the lyrics for this one because this one's obviously i'll it'll be i guess if you haven't seen yet but by now you can tell you know as far as lyrics even even tritonal that live in the dream song, um, very, very lyrically driven for me. Maybe that's maybe that's just what I'm hearing when I'm you know, uh, that's what I lo- I don't necessarily look for, but by but by now my my ears and my brain just kind of calculate songs further and base their worth and maybe their value on the lyrics and how strong the lyrics are, and sometimes the music production is just so good that you know it only amplifies the lyric. Um, but today's song is done. Let me see who wrote it. It is written by Ashley Ray, Mor- Laurie McKenna, and Wade Bowen. The song is titled "Long Enough to Be a Memory." And when I first when this song when this record for the whole record came out, it's Wade Bowen. I actually bought it on vinyl back in the day. Uh, I need let me see when it came out. But uh, when it came out, I was finishing up college. It came out twenty fourteen. Perfect. So as it was wrapping up, as I was wrapping up college, I still had a little bit to go. But in the spring of 2015, this record, because uh, it got released, I guess I'm guessing late 2014. Cause I just remember some days I was walking back to my uh, dorm and upon, you know, a few of those days, I just, this record, I just would have it on and this song, and but I mean the whole record itself, but this song, uh, I think resonated. It's lasted longer um, because there's a lot of summaries. Again, I'll, I'll go to the lyric after you listen to it for the first time. But uh, this song and this record just has really uh, taken a toll on me, but in a good way. You know, it, it's helped me think. It's it's got me to think. Maybe it's helped me structure my sentences better. Uh, and 
then also tie in pieces, you know, tie tie maybe loose ends that I didn't even know existed. Um, this record and this song particularly uh, have really had a significant impact. And I know one time me, Gonzo and Eddie were talking about the Wade Bowen discography. You know, he has a ton of records going back, I think, all the way back to 1998. I know he started tr- playing back then, but I'm not sure if he released his first record at that time. But I know 1998 to 2000, around that time was when he first started releasing music, you know, CDs and whatnot, recording music for people to have in their cars or wherever. But uh, for me, my personal favorite, along with, uh, I forgot what even the other record is, but the point is that this is on my top Wade Bowen records, and it probably will always be. Like I said, I I own the vinyl. It's a two-disc vinyl set, and it's legit, and I listen to it um, just enough. It's definitely one of my favorite vinyls to own. I bought it brand new in the casing, and it's like, yes, like I had to, I have to buy this. I have to own this. So here's long enough to be a memory, and we'll talk about it when we come back.
such a good song like i said and, and i'm purely purely biased uh about this song and and i think i will have to say besides i mean he has a song called trouble he has some he cut sean mcconnell's song uh, somewhere beautiful um but i think with this record and then this song i think these are the ones that turned me into a true Wade Bowen fan and you know looking for his, always his next up. He, he has this record called Solid Ground, which is out. You know, it, it, I think it's his latest record. Um, but this Wade Bowen self-titled record with long enough to be a memory on it is the one that really turned me into a Wade Bowen fan. Um, like I said, like these these lyrics. Um, There's a road where I learned to dream and fell in love with something deep in me that said this town just wasn't big enough and uh, and I think about it every day you know I think about it, I, I literally think about this I guess if not every day I definitely frequently enough and maybe pieces throughout my day you know whenever I'm driving from here to there and I see this street like oh I've, I've lived here for you know man now 23 years in this the house well the house that I that my, my parents house that house because we started off in an apartment when I was like, you know, let's say zero to three, four years old. And then at that, and then after that, we moved to the house that my parents live at now. And uh, been in this house, or yeah, this house, well, I'm recording this house. So I guess for intents and purposes, uh, my parents' house, you know, 23, 24 years now. And so it always rings, a, it always, uh, Reminds me, and even then, it's and funny part that I always bring up every once in a while in a conversation is, I still remember my home phone number before there were cell phones. It's pretty funny. Um, I remember mine. I remember my grandma's number. Those are the probably the two numbers that I know for sure. Actually, okay, so I know an aunt number. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I have my my phone number, my parents' phone number, my grandparents' home number, and then my I have a, an aunt and. I just remember hers because, and hers was easy because it rhymed. The last digits were eleven fifty-seven, so that was super easy to remember. 
Um, even as a young kid, I, I remember being able to call her just because I knew the number, and I, I was excited about that. But uh, donut. So the next verse is donut shop where the old folks do. They still go to talk. Well, I wonder if I left a mark and if they'd recognize me. Um, the donut shop I think of is Shipley's Donuts because when I was young and and naive and whatnot, my godmother used to buy me Shipley's Donuts, and so. When I heard this part, I was like, oh, I immediately took me back there. And even I've gone back. I mean, I go, I mean, I, I eat donuts, but I, I've gone back to that particular donut, donut shop. Uh, there's, I mean, I have space, obviously, but I remember, I remember going recently, I guess within the past few months, I've gone a couple of times, literally maybe twice. But I, I think of this song when I go there because <laughs> I feel like the old folk going in there. Because I go, I've gone in there. I buy uh, two donuts or three donuts, well, probably like three donuts, a cup of coffee, and I kind of just sit there. And I, one time, we, me and Brian and Freddie went and just had a, I think I think I, that day I probably had two or three donuts again, just a cup of coffee. And it was like midnight. It was super late because that, that, that ship is open 24 hours. And uh, and, uh, and it was good. And it, 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 for me, it reminds me of this song. And then, and then this, the... So let's move on to the chorus. Is well, I'm just a stranger in a strange town where the stars are the same and the sun beats down. It was kind enough to give me all I need. I just hope I stay long enough to be a memory. Uh, for me, the verse just ties in the whole my whole music experience. You know, playing here, playing there, in the Rio Grande Valley, playing some some of the bars more frequently than others, and you know, the repetition. You get to know obviously the owners. They get to know you. They recognize who you are. You recognize who they are. If you're out in public or if you see them somewhere else, like, hey, how, how's it going? You know, whatever, small talks like that. You know, just uh, no more, I, I would say, good human being stuff. Uh, but it definitely takes me back to the gigging. And then as we started branching out and traveling, even one time I got to play in Vegas back in, I think I think it was 2013, the fall of 2013. Uh, it says, well, I'm just a stranger in a strange town. And that was my first experience in Vegas. And now I was very up. Uh, very blessed to with opportunity uh but it was it was a it was a just new you know i, I was a stranger I, and i was on my own i was i was living and yeah i had my apartment i had my dorm you know i had both so i mean not, not at the same time but as far as the uh, living arrangements while i was in college i got to experience the apartment life and paying bills and work and you know dealing with cops if needed or dealing with a landlord and then going to a dormitory and dealing with a roommate in, in a in a very uh, minimal sense, because I I got very lucky um, because of the way the setups were, but uh, you know, going through these growing experiences and growing pains, you know, you you feel like a stranger sometimes, and I think that's why this hit me hard. And when this record came out, you know, I, I was getting ready to finish college. So it almost maybe maybe in in hindsight maybe it was me like oh man I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a stranger again wherever I end up and at the, at the time when I was getting ready to graduate my intention was move to Austin Texas because I, that's where I wanted to branch out my music career and because that was the intention was to play music full time and make it work and travel and get on a band that that uh, is gonna be traveling you know touring you know constantly throughout the year because that's what I wanted to do. Um, so moving on to the second set of verses. This is, I started out a thousand miles away from my childhood, got a job in it, paid pretty good, fell in love with being free. That again, I or not again, but that ties in definitely my college 
years. You know, I, I took me four and a half years to get my degree. It was a great, it was a great experience though. I, it, I mean, obviously a lot of it's hindsight, but even then when I, I still remember profoundly remember, uh, taking my final, final, final exam, my capstone exam that was going to get me my degree. And I still remember that day. I, I, st- I had to stay that night because I had to wait till the morning to turn in my key for the dorm. And but but that night I remember I remember uh, I can't remember if I called, but I believe I, if anything, I at least texted my parents and I told them, hey, like I'm good, like I got my, I'm getting my, like I'm done, I passed it. Like I don't even need to know the grade. I know I passed. Um, they're like, how can you? you know, I remember my mom was like, you know, are you sure? like, not are you sure? Like, oh, like are you sure you didn't fail? But it was more like, like, like you feel that confident? I'm like, yes, like I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, I'll be home by noon tomorrow, which was a Friday. We had our capstone exam on Thursday night, and I said, yes, I will be home by noon. She's like, you don't want to take your time and enjoy it? I'm like, heck no, I've been here for four and a half years. You know, <laughs> it was like, no, absolutely not. And I wasn't a thousand miles from, I was not a thousand miles away from home, but. I, it was my first experience to living on my own, and it was not home. You know, it was, it was I, well, how long is it? It's a two-hour drive, two-and-a-half-hour drive to where I went to college. And uh, and I and then so got a job and pretty, pretty good. I did get a job. I, I And that was a luck, you know, on its own, too, uh, a stroke of luck, because uh, I had a cousin who went to college with a store manager who then said, hey, my cousin needs a job. Oh yeah, just tell him to come in and we'll take care of it. And you know, within a month of moving out of my parents' home to then my apartment and look, looking for a job, you know, I, I landed a job within a month, which which I feel is very lucky because nowadays, um, either you're looking for something very specific or um, a lot of people, honestly, it seems like a, you know a lot of people don't want minimum wage jobs, and the only way to not get a minimum wage job is to have experience. So, it's interesting, me getting a little bit of a, a opportunity to get a job. And yes, of course, minimum wage job, but then I got my first promotion within six months. And, you know, it kind of went from there, you know, worked my way up, got it, became a key holder. You know, I was able to work with the money, with the cash on hand, you know, there in the store and whatnot. And that gave me a lot of experience because, you know, then tying in my degree, you know, I got my, my degree in business. So, it was, I got... I probably had a better experience than others where, you know, I didn't only go to school. I went to school. I studied the theory in the books, and then I was able to start applying it. Uh, I, got, I was able to start applying what I was reading with what I, w- what I was working, you know, now learning leadership and learning, oh, this manager's like this. Oh, this assistant manager's like this. Um and these employees are like this. Oh, how am I? I'm being a, I'm being an asshole too, you know. Uh, different things of the sort. So I, I feel like I was very lucky. So when I when I do tell the story of my college life, I know that I was uh, okay. I will say that I was I was lucky in that aspect. You know, I got to I got to learn a lot, and I got to learn about myself in the sense of uh, having a managerial position. And, you know, letting ego take over and then finally putting that shit aside and, and realizing, hey, no, the way the way you lead, the way you manage is doing it from the front. And it's definitely carried over into now. And I'm pretty sure I'll talk about it more and more. And I talk about it in the Moving With Life section of the podcast. Um, but it's super interesting. And then uh, learn to live on red wine and a broken heart 
when that first love of mine fell apart, then that that's when I found myself in need. Uh, definitely can relate to the alcohol, you know, turn 21 at some point during my college years. And then, you know, had a, you, you have that introduction of uh, alcohol because you can now legally drink. And I think for me, it was more of just a curiosity. And of course, it going overboard because I had never um, had the access to drink alcohol literally I mean freely i mean for all for whatever it's worth is freely you're, you're you're of age you're you're legal you can you can drink alcohol and you know, had the beer time had the whiskey time you know vodka um, tequila i haven't hit till more recently but I'm, I'm i'm way more selective now it depends on my mood and i'm i'm down to have a drink you know I, my friends know this we have drinks and sometimes it's just a couple of chilled drinks and sometimes it's just a good night of music and reminiscing and having some whiskey or beer uh lately i've been having beers with burgers if i'll you know if, if craft beer at that but uh that's just my preference um goes back into the chorus then of course the bridge says well halfway through three weeks out on the road where egypt where gypsy heart has a mind of its own just counting down the days till it brings me back home but tonight yeah tonight and it goes into the last chorus which actually changes a little bit so tonight I'm just a stranger in a strange town where the stars are the same and sun beats down. You were kind enough to give me all I need. I just hope I stay long enough to be a memory. And the, the halfway here you can hear here and I'll, I'll talk about it. Yeah. We just talked about here. Um, I've never been out on the road for three weeks at once to play music, but I have been on the road with my dad. My dad being a truck driver, I got to travel with him a lot, a lot, a lot when I was younger and being out for a week and a half at a time or two weeks, I remember those stints. And I, I remember even one time we were out for during, I was out of school for Christmas break. So I went on a trip with my dad and I spent Christmas not home. And that was super weird because I had never experienced that. But even then I was, I was very young. I was probably, I was probably 10 years old when that happened. And, and even then I realized like, Oh man, like this sucks being away from home. Like, and now that I'm older, I, I think about it. I talk to my dad very openly about different about different things, but tying in, you know, just life and what we've learned and experienced. Uh, you know, when it comes down to holidays, uh, it's very interesting when you miss out from being home. And, and that time, I was, like I said, I'll never forget it. You know, I was probably about 10 years old where it's like, oh, wow, I'm not home for Christmas. And it's really weird. You know, my family's home. I'm, I'm talking to my mom over the phone. It's just me and my dad out on the road. And that was a, but there's the caveat to that too, is like, oh, I was with my dad. If I wouldn't have been on that trip with my dad, then I wouldn't have been, uh, I would have been home, yes, with my family, but my dad wouldn't have been home. And so it's interesting, you know, what a double, what, what traveling for a living can, how it can be a double-edged sword and how things kind of pan out and what things turn into. And then the last part is my sign off. From the stage, at least for the time being, you know, tonight I'm just a stranger in a strange town. You know, you were kind enough to give me all I need. I hope I just stay long enough to be a memory. And I feel like this couldn't tie up the season one better. And it couldn't tie up uh, a big piece of me and how I feel, how I felt, you know, upon stopping music and choosing a, a new career. Not not just choosing a different one. I mean, yes, it's different, but choosing a new career. And I, I mean, and even career is hard to say because this is new. This is a new event that I'll 
hopefully talk about in the future. And for now, I'm just keeping it under wraps for uh, for those that know, they know. But um, um, the long enough to be a member, I hope, I hope, I I just hope I stay long enough to be a memory. That that line particularly at the end, um, it's kind of. I think it's kind of helped morph into wanting to continue the podcast and figuring out. Okay, how can I do this now? Because um, at the very least, while I'm away um, and not accessible to my friends and family immediately, um, these podcast episodes will be available and hopefully be enjoyed and and give some more insight. You know, maybe we forgot some things or maybe a song we hadn't heard before, maybe an artist we hadn't heard before um, rings a bell and we go do our research or own little investigation of music to then uh, add some new flavor to what we listen to maybe on a daily basis or whatever basis you listen to music on. For me, it's daily, you know, whether it's in my head alone or if it's actually having headphones on to listen to music. Um, how long Man, we're reaching in 25 minutes. And, and I, I knew this was going to be a longer episode. Uh, it was very... I just knew it was. Because I, I know I wanted to kind of place some context behind the, the lyrics, behind the verses and the choruses. And uh, what this song has made me think about and how it makes me feel, period. You know, this song... If if I if I'm ever able to talk to Wade Bowen in person, I'd, I'd for sure let him know about this song. And there's, uh, when I was... Uh, when I woke up today... Um, what are the ones? Leo, Sweet Leona. All this. Re- I mean, obviously the whole record, but, you know, I would definitely tell them, hey, man, like people, I feel like people tell artists a lot, especially these bigger artists that we, that a mass of us, a mass p- amount of us know about, you know, like, oh, your music has done this for me. This music has done this for me. And I'm definitely, I definitely as a consumer of music fall into that category, too, because it's, it, I know what music has done help done for me help me with help me through um help me join help me leave all these dichotomies uh, music's been a big part of all of it so i'm gonna leave you with that i hope that you enjoyed this song i hope you enjoyed these first 10 episodes they're nice and quick so if you need to listen to the song again or if you forget um all i mean i have i believe i have the songs i have the artists on there i have the songwriters on there too for their credit um by now i hope i will have the email up on the on the details so you, if you want to send an email in regards to this segment um please do so um by the time this episode comes out i will be incognito so i can't give a guarantee of when i'll respond to the emails, but i look forward to seeing some messages or te- even text messages of friends that have listened to it like oh like that was good or uh, I, I really like this song or i really liked this artist and that'll start up the next conversation so for now i'm gonna leave you with that i'll leave you with a last bit of uh well actually the song's about to end so I'll, I'll let it start up again and uh segue out but um yeah i don't i i think that's also why i needed to choose guilty as can be for the number nine because i knew that this episode was a little at least for me it was a little more it was a little it was a little deeper you know it uh i hold it a little closer to the sleeve because um i know it makes me think it makes me think about life and whatnot i'm uh, as much uh as much as i see that maybe some some small talk is needed you know 
for me, it doesn't really last long. And if you listen to other episodes, as, as I started getting into, you know, this episode 60, episode 70, you know, there were some times in those conversations where I just couldn't help but get really deep into the, really deep, you know, um, that's just the way I roll. And as much as I would like to work on the humor side of me, whenever I talk in person, whenever I'm doing things like this, I can't help but um, digress into serious talk and just for a moment, you know, uh, just for a moment, I, I, I try to be like, I, I am, I believe I am lighthearted um, and I try to work on it and be active with it, you know, be, be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I've used it before. Try to be um, active. What's another word for active? Um, uh, it's going to bother me. Um, uh, not, not consistency, um, not controlled, um, active, coherent, engaged. No, that's not the word, uh, intention yeah, with intention. Yeah. With intention, with intention, having, have doing things with intention and, um, for my close knit little tribe that know it's like, well, that's, that's where I go and it, it'll make sense. And hopefully in the long term, as I keep doing these episodes and keep recording them and keep thinking and pondering and uh, releasing and doing more and more things with intention, hopefully uh, at some point it'll all make sense. And if it makes sense for you right now, because maybe the same way that that's cool. You know, I, I, uh, I do appreciate all the listeners. Um, again, I hope that you enjoy this episode. I'm going to, I'm going to leave a, at the moment, my goal is to leave one to two weeks in between each season just for the sake of space and, you know, some time, maybe some reflection. Maybe maybe you've heard this song. It's like, oh, like I never thought about it like that. Or maybe you have your own song that makes you think deeply about your own life that you can uh, give some re- reflection. But I think time is of essence. And because of that, you know, spacing out some of these themes, some of these topics, um, as I, I said, as I continue recording, I think there's. Sometimes silence is needed just as much as uh, listening, as talking is needed. So, this uh, segment will be back in a week or two. You'll see it when you get your notification because you've already subscribed to the podcast. So, that's that. And I'll see you guys very soon. Yeah, tonight. Tonight.